0: We're going to go ahead and get started. I won't definitely today won't be talking too much long. just want to kind of give you guys a quick word of encouragement. And, and I know sometimes uh, people process differently. And so I want to give you some time to fellowship with your friends and, and kind of for those who are in that vein or in that river of just processing. I just want to give you maybe 10, 15 minutes and then I'll be out you guys way. Um, but I want to talk about a title that I, man, that I have for today is now what? Now what? right? Um, all of you all, maybe some of you all have questions. Um, a lot of you guys were born here. Some of you guys were raised here. Some of you guys were um, um, just so many connecting points to this ministry, especially with pastor. And so for those who are uh in that vein, this this is for you. For those who's like, I just got here. So I just just met him like last week, then I understand. Um, but just give me the liberty just to speak to those who are lifers, who are whose life has been impacted by his life. And so um as I was driving, this just t- popped up in my spirit. It's like now what? Um and there's a lot of questions that you guys are gonna have. Um, there's a lot of different ways people are processing. Um, some people go hoop, some people go lift, some people uh, whatever. But now I want to give you a word for this moment to help encourage you um, during this time that we have. So the first the six points I'm going to talk about is what not to do now and then what to do now. Uh, and of course, of course, it spells now, but what not to do now. Anytime that we experience any type of loss or grief or trauma or drama, no matter what it is, uh, we are tempted to go different ways. We're tempted. Uh, we're we're right now as a body probably the most vulnerable. Some people's faith is vulnerable. Some people's visions are vulnerable. And 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 it is my responsibility with some with some life of walking with God and knowing Him um, to give you some insight. On, on what to be careful of and what to be careful to do. And so what not to do now? And the first one, do not neglect your time with God. I deal with people with grief a lot. I deal with people that struggle with different things. And the number one thing they begin to neglect is their time with God because many people question God when these type of things happen, right? I'm so uh, uh, glad to hear. And, and as a man, I understand what Ms. Gould said, um, um, that when he found out that he couldn't preach anymore, That he was like, I'm out of here. Like, as a man, they they said, uh, the greatest pleasure for a man is not his wife, it's not different like that, it's it's his purpose, right? Uh, And that just showed me, and to encourage you all, that, that life is about living it, and living it with God. And oftentimes, we neglect him. We'll say, you know, well, if God didn't do it for him, or if God didn't do it for that, or whatever, now God must not be God. No matter what happens in his life, God is still God. And right now, the goal should be is not to neglect time with God and, and then to get into, oh, operating in sin. When we're emotional, we are more prone to fall into sinful traps. You see what I'm saying? That's why it's important to say I got to invest more time with God now. I got to make sure my foundation is solid because thank God he made it to 69. Thank God, 45 years of purpose, right? But but now is our time <clears throat> not to operate or to fall into the jaws of sinful traps because of what may happen or what your parents might be going through or the questions you might have. It is our time now to make sure that we are more operating in purpose and not in sin. Because when we are emotional, we emotionally eat, we emotionally treat, we, we, we do things, we fall in certain traps. Last but not least is what not to do now. Do not wonder or wander. Idle time is the devil's playground. A lot of people are wondering, you know, uh, whatever the wondering questions are, we all got them. You see what I'm saying? You know, well, I have questions, not necessarily what, about God, but I, you know, my life right now, like what is my life ministry wise? There's a lot of questions I have, but I'm not gonna wander. Wonder if, uh, should I leave the church or stay at the church? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moved by that, but I can't be tempted by it. I gotta make sure I don't wander. That we gotta make sure we don't wander. Like, I'm just gonna coast through life. And I'm not going to have no sense of purpose. I'm not going to have no sense of connection with God. The devil's job is to attack, not him individually, but the vulnerability of the church in transition. And as we transition um, in this season, we have to make sure that we do not allow our minds to wander. Because right now there's so many questions you have, so many ways you process but we have to make sure that we stay anchored because right now is a great time to measure where your faith is. It's a great time to measure where you and God is right now. Because if your faith was anchored in a man or a woman, what happens when that person leaves? What happens to your faith? Now it's time to take an assessment and say, OK, where am I? Nothing wrong with grieving. Nothing wrong with crying. No no, no problem with questioning, not questioning God, but asking God questions is a big difference. Questioning God means... Hey, man, you're not who you say. I'm just I'm questioning you now. But having questions for him, he said, ask me so I can help heal your heart. And also to make sure that we're not um, wandering, wandering into unnecessary relationships, wandering into unnecessary situations. We got to make sure that we're walking straight. Now, what to do now? We talked about what not to do. We talked about what we shouldn't do now is neglect our time with God. We shouldn't neglect it. We should actually invest more in it. We talked about that what we should do, what we shouldn't do now is getting into sin. Sin is going gonna, is gonna to make things even worse. And last but not least, we got to make sure that we do not wonder, wonder about what's going on or wander into unnecessary situations. But last but not least, what to do now? What must <clears throat> we as young people do now? Number one, we must draw near to him. The safest place that we can draw now is to God and say, God, I'm going to, you know what, God, I'm just going to get nearer to you. I'm going to get closer to you. Now, what does that look like to a young person? It's just saying, OK, let me really assess my heart. Let me really see where I'm at right now. Let me really see how I am emotionally. Let me see where I'm at. We're struggling with this, right? Because it's new for all of us, right? So now I got to make sure I'm honest with God that I'm drawing near to him and say, you know what? I'm not going to fear him. I'm going to get near him. I'm not going to uh, disappear from him. I'm going to get near to him. I'm going to find a way to do it, whether it means I'm just going to, you know, at night. The two best times to spend time with God to really, really get yourself uh, established is either right before you go to bed or right when you wake up. Mine is right before I go to bed because I can control that time. Waking up, I don't know what the day's going to bring. You know what I'm saying? Baby going to be crying. Wife going to want something. But the night when everybody sleeps, that's when I can steal away and say, okay, God, how am I today? How am I emotionally? That's the time for you to say, God, show me my heart. Show me the depths of it where I may be confused or where where I may be, whatever. So we have to draw near to him, not disappear from him. Next, oh, we have to be open to God. This is a time where you vent. Tell God how you really feel about everything. Be open to him because one thing you do not want to be is closed off to him. Ask him all the questions. Go, go for it. If you got a license, go for a drive. Go for a walk. Get your bike. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Go out and be open. Say, God, I need to talk to you because what happens when we don't have that time to talk, we begin to suffocate. What happens, and we kind of feel it now when this room don't have no ventilation, it gets hot and stuffy. You, you, we, all, we smell everybody's coat in here. <laughs> Thank God we don't have no chips, no or nothing. and then it'd really be crazy here. But what, what I'm saying is when there's no ventilation. Certain hot air, hot air cannot get out. And so right now you got to say, you know what, God, I'm hurt. I'm sad. I'm whatever, I'm whatever. And if there's any uh, uh, unforgiveness towards him or whoever it is, this is a time to be open to God and say, God, I need you to do operation in me. I need you more than ever. And next, the last but not least, W, on what to do now is be wonderful. The Bible says you fearfully and wonderfully made. This is the time to just say, you know, I'm going to go and invest in my purpose. I'm going to be wonderful. I'm going to write more than I've ever written before. I'm going to do poetry more than I've ever done it before. I'm going a, I'm to a process different business concepts more than ever before because I'm going to take whatever I've learned from him and it weren't from my <clears throat> time here and be wonderful. I know some of you all are probably going through a lot of mental hurdles right now. I know some of you guys are probably holding your parents right now. Some of you all are are stressed beyond measure. Some of you all got questions about God, questions about what to do. And God's saying no matter what happens in another person's life, let's make your life happen. Any thoughts, questions, concerns? I'm here to serve you all. I know it's a tough time for some. Everybody good? I get to your friends. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me break.